So let me uh, rewind and explain this for the listener. Set the stage for the audience. Yes. Because my computer died on me, I ended up not being able to get it fixed until just yesterday. And now it's bright, squeaky clean, new, has a fan that actually runs. Yes. It, 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 it's not on its last leg about to die on me. I gave it a new uh, fan for the processor. I gave it a new processor. I gave it a new motherboard. It is... Ship a thesis it. I, I ship a thesis it. It is... Uh, a very powerful machine now. Amazing. Once again, which is great. It runs practically silent with the <gasps> new fans because Ooh. the new fans are bigger, so they don't have to blow as hard to move as much air. Whoa. So. That's amazing. Yeah, so it, it runs practically silent. It's great. But anyway, I just got finished get, getting it fixed yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I started working on the edit, which took me a while, which I didn't finish the edit dear listener oh. until this morning oh the final edit i finished at 10 50 a.m it's monday it's martin luther king jr day yeah, it's mondays it's martin luther king yes at 11 a.m i had a therapy appointment but the therapist was late <laughs> and didn't 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 get on the line until 11 15 which which means my therapy ran to like 12 15 12 20 ish give or take and then I was set to record a podcast episode with Stevie uh-huh. at 12.30. And for once, so, I was early. Yeah, for once, Stevie was early. And it gets even better than that. It does? Do you, it does. It gets even better. Wow. Do you know how many segments I have planned for today? Zero? None. <laughs> so here's what I was thinking. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah what's your idea micah why did you My, warn me about this because i wanted this reaction <laughs> <laughs> you stressed me out you bitch oh no so what's your grand plan for podcast micah my grand plan for podcast is we brainstorm about a bit then we do the bit oh no Kind of a peek behind the curtain for My the God. listener to really know about the ins and outs of, of, of how, just how the sausage is made. Micah, this is improv. I hate improv. Bullshit. You love improv, you asshole. You constantly try to drag me into it. Oh, no. I don't like improv that I didn't plan, that I didn't. It's outside my design. Michael, we don't plan our bits anyway. We're we're gi- we're sh- giving them a peek behind the curtain to show how the sausage that doesn't exist is made. But I didn't mean I didn't mean a bit like a bit. I meant like a segment. Okay. Um, because I thought I was gonna have to come up with like a fucking new character, like named like Squeaky the Horny Clown or something, and I was not really prepared to go down that road. Damn it! I've 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 willed Squeaky the Horny Clown into existence. God damn it. Uh, okay, I'm putting him in the creepy cube. I don't want to look at. I don't want to look at squeaky anymore. Um, Why are you putting him in the so creepy cube? Just, now he's just going to sit there and molest the skeleton. No, he is not. No, he's not. He's horny, but he's respectful. Don't speak ill on his name, and don't do that to the skeleton. That was tasteless. That was cr- uh, crude, crass, and unoriginal. That's my opinion. If you had to be a bug, which bug would you be, Micah? Okay, see this, this right here. Mm. This is you making up a, a, a daily question off the top of your head. Mm-hmm. Also, one I think we did once. No, I'm certain we did not. You don't think we did this once? I I think we've talked about bugs before in the Daily Question, but I don't think that we were picking what bugs we would be. 
we've been doing this podcast for a couple of years. We've talked about a lot of stuff. Honestly, maybe we did talk about which bugs we... I don't know. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, I'll go ahead and answer it. Uh, I would be a Goliath beetle. Oh, I'm assuming based on the name, it's a biggin. Uh, yes, they are very large. Oh. Hold on a second. I'm actually trying to bring up a picture of one that I could put in the chat. I would like it to be known that I purchased a new strain of cannabis recently, and that is the shit I'm schnonking today. And so I have entered this podcast very ill-prepared mentally. Oh, that beetle is so big. Ugh, that beetle is so big. It's sitting on a guy's pinky, on a full-grown man's pinky, and it goes from the tip of the pinky to, like, pretty much all the way down the hand to the wrist. And it's got his, like, it's a creepy little spindly leg is kind of wrapped around the guy. But it has an interesting kind of burgundy shell, and then it has, like, white and black stripes on the head. I can appreciate the coloration, but do they sting or bite or kill people? No, they do not. Oh, they're just, like, guys? They're just, like, chill? Yeah. Where do they live? Uh, they live in Japan. Actually, hold on. Let me, um... Don't show me another picture. It's going to take me a while to calm down after that one, too. No, this is a better picture of it that gives you a better idea of scale. And also shows it from the top. Oh, that's a really cool-looking bug. I like that its head looks like an onion. Its head looks like an ink drawing of an onion. That is wonderful and beautiful to me. No, its head is even the little small part on on, on top of that. Oh, shit! What I thought was the stem of the onion is the actual head. This guy's just got a two-part shell, and I thought that was his big-ass head. Yeah, bugs don't really have heads that big, huh? This no. is freaking my bean right now, Micah. I'm sorry it's freaking your bean, but <laughs> the Goliath beetle, that is what I would be. She's, she's a baddie. Yes. So, yeah, that's understandable. I get it now. What would you be? Ah, uh, you know, I didn't even think about it whenever I asked the question. I like what love bugs have going on. No, not li- not love bugs. Christ, love bugs are the ones that are fucking on your car and shit. Uh, ladybugs, ladybugs. I like what ladybugs have going on. Also, I hate living here in part because of love bug season. That shit is nasty. Stop it. They're walking around butt to butt. For the listener who doesn't live where love bugs are, they walk around butt to butt. Girl, they're just hunching all day long on your on your car, on your windows, everywhere. Nasty, you, nasty as fuck. You could not have survived back in the 90s. I'm assuming that climate change has made them more rare. So much more rare. I'm not, there used to be clouds of them. That's horrifying. That's horrifying. Okay, I yeah. thought I remembered it. Remembered them being more frequent when I was younger, and so I'm glad that I didn't make that up. I'm glad to know I did not make that up. Um, unfortunately, I have been pretty relieved these last couple years because i don't think they've been as anywhere near as big a problem since like i purchased my own car like a few years ago yeah that's because they're practically extinct okay this podcast is firmly anti-extinction i would like to establish that now yay Woo! fuck those bugs Woo! <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> gender swap you said you didn't have segments and i immediately was like man i guess i guess we're just really loosey-goosey off the cuff today no intro no cold open it's just raw real sausage etc nah we're doing the intro hi welcome to gender swap a podcast by two transgender siblings one of whom is coming into this thing in weird headspace because therapy was an interesting uh session today Mm. and the other one uh is just kind of rolling with the with, with whatever's gonna happen, 
is just going to kind of uh, shoot from the hip. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Micah. My pronouns are they, them. My name is Stevie. I use he, they pronouns, and I really get the sense that I'm carrying enough silly energy for the both of us today. I am twice as chill, cool, relaxed, and funny as I normally am because I took it all from Micah. Sorry. Sorry, Micah. I have all the silly now. Oh, you have all the silly now? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just in weird headspace because, again, I had therapy right before this. Hell of a session. A lot of stuff I need to process. Mm. Haven't quite processed it yet. Mm. Instead, I have launched directly into podcast mode. Did you talk about the um the um the like snake ghost that like keeps showing up in your closet? What? You know the snake ghost, the one that's been haunting you since you were a child. It started what? like developing with you. It, like grew up into like a grown up snake and started like wearing like nail polish and eyeliner and stuff. What are you talking about? You know the snake ghost. Well, okay, listen, I was trying to think of something silly that you could have talked about in therapy instead so that you wouldn't feel bummed out about it. So when you thought about therapy, you'd think about the snake ghost that's haunting you and not the bummer stuff you did talk about in therapy. Sorry, my bad for trying to help with a bit that was bad. I'm personally a fan of the goth snake that I've invented in my head. Well, that's good. I I just, no, my, my, my therapist uh, called me out on some bullshit I did. Uh, uh, I hate that. Like, oh, it's good. It's your job. It's blah, 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 but damn, you know? Yeah, like that that kind of like, I need to process some. Ugh, yeah. That's grody. I'm sorry. Like, good for your, good for your mental health and your well-being and your personal growth, but like. Yeah. Who needs that garbage? <laughs> This podcast is firmly pro-therapy. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, because I don't have um, any segments actually planned, I was thinking what we could do is we could pick a segment we haven't done in a while, mm-hmm. both you and I do a quick Google search or whatever, mm-hmm. and try to come up with what that segment should be about this time. Mm, okay, I like that. Hold on. Let me see if I have a list of segments on our wiki, which, by the way, there is a, a rudimentary gender swap wiki, which is pretty cool. Um, there's one person who is just going absolutely crazy on it. I really appreciate it. Um, and I also want to do like a re-listen of our podcast so I can just kind of catalog everything as we go. I hadn't bookmarked the wiki yet. Hold on. Oh, you're killing me. Sorry. All segments in order of appearance. Okay, generational gap. The news, obviously. This week in transit. Breakfast update. We haven't done letters from a lost generation in a while because that was just me talking about Tumblr. Micah scours the internet for dumb articles and then we make fun of them. Okay, that, I think, ended up being or turning into Date You Like an Animal. Quiz takers, Monster Zone, Mail Time, The Weather, The Weather, oh, The Weather. Yeah, The Weather, we were discussing climate change stuff, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Occasionally, weather news is mentioned in the designated news segment. Its first appearance was in episode 16. Was there a drop for The Weather, where we just talked about climate change? Uh, I had a drop that I used for it, yes. Hmm. But that drop later got reincorporated into the blatant search engine optimization segment. Ooh, that's fun. That's fun. This is hey, listener, these are fun facts I did not know. That's cool. Yeah, which actually, now that I think about it, this is a free episode. Oh, okay. The we should have the news. 
Okay, the news is your responsibility, not mine. So I don't know why you're saying that in like an accusatory way. The no, news has I just, nothing I, to no, do I, with I just realized I haven't looked up anything for the news yet, and and the news is a segment we do. So uh, I suppose the first thing we should talk about is the polar vortex. What the fuck? What you already had something you wanted to talk about? Then what's a polar vortex? You know Girl, how it's cold right hell? now, Stevie. What? You know how it's so cold right now, Stevie? Yeah, it is cold as shit. Oh no. That's the- I think I know what the polar vortex is. Uh, it, it, it's, it, that, that's because of the polar vortex is why it's so cold right now. Uh, basically, all the cold air from the North Pole oh, no. shifts itself down onto the continental U.S. and causes like sub-zero temperatures all across the country. Uh, in fact, right now, the Iowa, the Iowa, uh, uh, what should we call it, the election thing, primary is going on. Oh, my God. Today. What? And it's like negative five degrees. Oh, my God. And they're like, this might affect voter turnout. And I'm like, no shit. Yeah, no shit. What? That stresses me out. I hate that. I wish they'd have fucking rescheduled it. That sucks. But yeah, the polar vortex sub-zero days don't contradict climate change. A polar vortex is set to draw Arctic air down into much of the continental U.S. and whip up global warming jokes. The heating planet is no laughing matter. Yeah. This is from Bloomberg. Never mind. It's not from Bloomberg. I can't read it. They're not letting me read the article unless I pay them. Fuck you, Bloomberg. Go shit your dick. So I guess let's look at uh, Axios. Cool. Polar vortex extreme weather events set to slam U.S. Yeah, it is. The next two weeks. What? Will feature multiple powerhouse storm systems and a polar vortex event that together will affect the U.S. from coast to coast, snarling traffic, threatening lives, and causing damage. Oh my god. The first storm is poised to bring multiple hazards from Monday through Wednesday, including a ferocious blizzard on the plains, plus torrential rain, severe weather, and high winds on the Gulf and East Coasts. Dang. The warm side of this, first in a series of storms, is where heavy air, severe thunderstorms, including a strong tornado risk, coastal flooding, and widespread high winds are likely. This was posted on, oh, this is posted on January 8th. So this is including talking about like that almost tornado weather we had last week. We had insanely bad weather. Like people, like schools were out and shit. It was crazy. This weather system is projected to propel an atmospheric river. Uh, with record levels of water vapor for this time of year uh, from the Gulf Coast northward into New England through Wednesday. This could lead to widespread flooding, especially in New England. I was about to say, how do oil executives, like, step outside of their fucking mansions in this, like, shit show of weather, and they're like, this does not matter, or I have had nothing to do with this. How do you live with yourself? You just lose all your fucking humanity when you get that wealthy and you do so many despicable things for your own personal gain. Yeah, there's been studies that show that. Hmm. Maybe they shouldn't get to run the country. Maybe they shouldn't. So yeah, that is our first headline. Mm-hmm. Uh, second headline. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what I want the second headline to be. Oh, about the United States bombing Yemen? Okay, Stevie is coming out guns blazing, yeah. which unfortunately is what the United States is doing to Yemeni's uh, people because some pirates decided to try to stop ships from going through 
to support Israel because Israel is currently bombing the shit out of and destroying the people of Gaza. So to be clear, the cargo ships were like non-violently halted and these were ships that were going to give aid to Israel and the Yemenis were like, no, I, or, I, I don't think we're doing that. I don't think we're doing that. That's, that's, uh, no. And they just stopped it and they fucking stopped it. Um, and then the United States bombed the fuck out of Yemen, uh, for non-violently protesting a genocide. Did you see the international court at the Hague, uh, whenever South Africa presented their stuff about Israel Mm -hmm. and then Israel retorted? And Israel retorts ended up being something to the effect of, you can't call it genocide because that's anti-Semitic because genocides only happen to Jewish people. Ooh, wow. That's a new take. That's not what genocide means. That is a really, really hot take. Wow. Yeah, I, I, forget, I forget the name of their lawyer that said that, but that was one of the arguments of many they presented as to why it's not a genocide they also had some like white british guy lecture south africans about how they don't understand apartheid properly um this this is the international court of justice right yeah for those who aren't in the know south africa essentially brought israel to trial um for committing a genocide and so it's literally like on the world stage and most countries attending um and here's the thing. I don't know what effect that has other than, like, quote-unquote approval or, like, disapproval from, like, other countries being formalized. But, like, it very much is also... It, it's literally, like, a, a worldwide trial. Like, that in itself is significant, I think. But also, I don't know what effect that will even end up having. Do you know what I mean? Because it's not like a country is unaware of how its citizens feel about the whole thing. The United States knows that most of its citizens are not in support of this, but they're still doing it. So what's the difference? I hope there's a difference. Do you know what I mean? No, I know what you mean. And also, I don't know what the actual physical consequences of it will be either. I don't know if there will actually be any consequences. I don't. Has this ever happened before? Uh, it has to people, exist for a reason, right? Yeah, it exists because after World War II, we were like, fuck that shit, never again, let's make a court about it. Here we are. And here we are, yeah. Has the ICJ... What has the ICJ done? Yeah, pertinent Google search. I'm sure a lot of people are looking into that right about now. Uh, let's see... Oh, I would also like to note, sidebar, um, like, no major news outlets um, aired South Africa's, like case against israel but they did air israel's defense that feels pretty significant i don't think that should be overlooked either pretty blatant yeah the court has a dual role according to un.org so this is from the un Mm, okay to settle in accordance with international law the legal disputes submitted to it by states and to give advisory opinions on legal questions referred to it by duly authorized international organs and agencies. So they get to give advisory opinions. Uh, yes. Wow. I bet that helps a lot. Feeling like there's no teeth here. Hmm. No, me neither. It really does seem like a way to formalize public opinion. Yeah. I hope it goes somewhere, you know? I hope I hope it's not that we're about to witness South Africa give, like, a very excellent case, and then it all just gets brushed aside in support of a fucking genocide anyway. Like, I think that'd be, feel uh, pretty hopeless, probably. 
so even if it doesn't have a lot of long-term effects, I feel like the alternative is worse, you know? Yeah. Boy, we're off to a rip-roaring start with this comedy, this comedy podcast. <sighs> yeah, but it is the news. I figured we ought to talk about it. No, um, that is true. Uh, we talk about dinosaurs sometimes. Well, we need one more news segment. Was that not three? That was only two. Well, I thought the ICJ was another part of it. I thought the ICJ was different from the U.S. bombing Yemen. I kind of... Like, it's all surrounding all the topic of Palestine, but... It, it is, yeah. You know what? I, I guess you're right. That's enough news. Um, Horse news. You never let me do fucking horse news anymore. Look, if you can bring me... If you can bring forward to me some, like, truly worthy horse news... Okay, hold on. Not just, not just some My Little Pony fan site that takes news headlines and then changes them so they sound like they're coming out of Equestria. Yeah, they did do that. They did do that. They did do that. Hold on. In the horse racing circuit, White Abario wins $6 billion Breeders' Cup Classic. Okay. A lot of recent headlines are about the Breeders' Cup, which I do not love. I don't, I don't love it. You don't love that people like have a races specifically because they fuck horses or rather they have horses fuck i don't care for it really oh the grand national is going to trim the field to 34 and soften fences stevie this is not interesting it, it this is only interesting to a certain kind of person who's really into horses and that's neither of us they found that there's no one cause for the horse deaths at churchill downs apparently they had some fucking horses die okay uh, but there wasn't a specific cause. And a filly was euthanized after a racing incident in Saratoga. I shouldn't laugh. Don't put that in the podcast. It That's just awful. felt totally incorrect. Horse racers, can you like... Uh, I was going to say be nice to the horses, but I don't really care for the whole sport in general. No. Is there horse news that's like good? I'm going to do a Google search for good, good horse, horse news. news. Latest news from thehorse.com. The first thing to pop up was Horses Archives from the goodnewsnetwork.org. Yeah, what's that? Okay, here's one headline. Heroes rescue an exhausted pregnant horse stuck deep in the snow. Exhausted horse is sad enough, but she's an expecting mother too? Yes. Oh my god, but they saved her. Yes. That's beautiful. Uh, another headline they have here, which is back from August. Yeah. Because apparently they don't have too many horse uh, headlines pop up. Not a lot. Horses can see emotions in our face and <gasps> voice and have a preference. Yeah. Reveals new study. Well, I'd already heard that whenever I went horseback riding in middle school. I was pretty sure the horse could, like, spiritually understand me. I was 12. <laughs> yeah. You got something to fucking say about it? They're proving I was right, so get shit on. <laughs> I'm just saying, back when you were trying to be a girl, you really went whole hog trying to be like a horse girl. Oh, I went crazy on it, girl. I, oh my god, I wrote like, I wrote all kinds of stories. I wrote princess stories. Um, I played princesses. I played Barbies. I played teacher to my dolls. I played Nurse Nancy because I had a book called Nurse Nancy. Um, and it was great. I was really whole hog into the whole girl thing. I had five different dresses that were made of pink lace at a singular point in time when I was in high school. For years. Yeah. There yeah. has been an argument 
amongst uh, psychologists mm-hmm. and anthropologists and whatnot mm-hmm. about nature versus nurture. Mm-hmm. You're definitely ticking a point in uh, nature, not nurture. I was, I was a theater kid. I was made for the stage. I was made to act. <laughs> Listen, I get really deep into a role. <laughs> and here's the thing. Now that I'm, at this point, three years on testosterone, I feel much more comfortable, like, dressing girly. I just sound like a little gay boy now. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that even if I had been, like, born AMAB, I would probably still end up on hormones. Like, I just like a little bit of something in between. I just like being a girly boy. You know what I mean? No, I get that. And I think that may be part of the reason why it took me so long to figure everything out, because it's like, part of this is good, but a lot of this is not, and I don't know which part is which, so I'm just a teenage girl with self-esteem issues. Horses have incredible sensitivity to not only outward human emotions such as joy and anger, Mm -hmm. but also inward, low arousal emotions like sadness. Mm. So, oh, like you're like like you don't like visibly respond that much to it, bitch. I told you, spiritual understanding. The emotional sensitivity isn't limited simply to facial expressions, but extends to the sounds coming from the individual whom the horse is observing as well. What? That's crazy. So if you're just like sobbing openly, the horse is like, "Oh, you're sad." Oh, I think you. I think there's something wrong. Maybe they can like. Maybe, well, they just said sound. I thought they're going to involve like sniffing or something. Um, I found a website titled thehorse.com. Vitamin E supplementation for horses. Feeding an easy keeper on stall rest. Diagnosing equine lameness early. How to tarp hay for winter storage. (laughs) This is definitely very interesting to a particular type of person, which is horse veterinarians and horse owners. Not us. No, not us. We have no frame of reference for this, really. Vitamin E supplementation for horses. Which sounds like it's just like uh, nootropics for horses and... Or something. Or other like 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 pseudo health type stuff. Yeah. Colloidal silver for horses. Website called hopeinthesaddle.com and one of their top things says horses as healers. Girl, I think this is horse horse therapy. Spiritual understanding. This is amazing. Yep, it's all about equine therapy. Well that fucking rules. And they do dolphin therapy and shit. What? That's crazy. See, I don't trust dolphins. Dolphins like to have sex with things not consensually. Yeah, dolphins are a little bit fucking weird. Uh, and people are like, ooh, so, so amazing. And it's like, I don't really like their evil little brains. They ha- they're they a little bit too good at creating thoughts, like enough to do evil. And I don't yeah. really care for that. Yeah. They evolved a sense of evil before they evolved a sense of good. I don't know about that. I would. Some dolphins do good things. Like what? Like, like rescue people that have fallen out of boats. Okay, yeah, I mean, I said the thing about dolphin therapy, and then you were like, yeah, but they're also evil, and then I was like, yeah, but they're also evil, and you were like, no, but they're also good. What are we fucking doing? (laughs) No, you said they developed a sense of evil before they developed a sense of good, Uh and that's the part I was disagreeing with. Okay, then be specific with your words. Eat a bag of dicks, Stevie. (laughs) (laughs) How's that for specificity? (laughs) I played the longest game of Uno in my entire life last night. We had to reshuffle the deck three times because we kept running through it. It was crazy. That is crazy. I just wanted to let you know. Okay. It sounds. It was more exciting to experience than it was to, to tell that. You know, I 
felt like it probably was, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to poop on your story. It was epic and awesome, though. If you even care. If I even care. Uh, hold on. Let's pick another segment. We do take you to church. Take you to heck. We've been doing Twitter Watch. We know mischievous boys. Stevie's playground. It's huge. The crowds love it. The crowds do love it. Do you know what else the crowds would probably like? What? The rest of Fuck Mary Kill. Movie genres. Movie genres, which if you would like to hear the first part of that, go to our Patreon. Oh, yeah. At patreon.com uh, slash gender swap podcast. Yeah. And sign up for $3 per month or $10 if you want to give us extra for uh, production needs. Hell Where yeah. we started to uh, do this segment uh, last time. But then my computer uh, nearly died, and then it did die, and it we had to end die. the episode like really early because we weren't sure if my computer was going to survive, and it actually didn't. But it was brought back. But it's brought back. It's got better parts now, so so now my computer's good. Anyway, let's unlock the fence to Stevie's Playground. Stevie, Stevie, Stevie's Playground. Um, I already had my list like back up like I was looking over earlier because I predicted that this would happen so it's really exciting I was super hoping to get to pick up okay so this was fuck Mary kill movie genres well movie subgenres okay yeah this is Stevie's playground so we're going to be doing fuck Mary kill with movie subgenres and your first three options are rom-com action and spaghetti westerns so, so this is like movies only right yeah this is just like movie subgenres so this isn't like TV series subgenres. So, for instance, no. if there is an anime series that's a rom com that I really enjoy, it wouldn't it wouldn't uh, be affected by. Uh, I don't know. I was just thinking movies. Okay, so yeah, just movies. In which case, I'm going to kill the rom com. Damn, you haven't seen a single rom com film that you liked. Honestly, oftentimes in rom coms, they have the worst people with the worst like. Yes. Everything about them. And they paint them as the good guy. Yes, that is actually so fair. I find that pretty regularly. So it's like, I don't want to cheer this on watching this absolute villain who in any other circumstances would... Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, I, I don't want that. That's respectable. I can agree with that. So, action and spaghetti western. Who are you marrying and who are you fucking? Only good stuff after this point. So I am going to marry action movies. Okay. Because they, they're consistent. All reliable. Yeah. And I guess I'm going to fuck Spaghetti Westerns. For the audience who doesn't know, describe the genre. Spaghetti Westerns came out of an interesting part of the 20th century film, which is where a lot of directors and film producers in Italy decided that they wanted to cash in on American Westerns, which made a lot of money and were extremely popular all over the world. So they started making Westerns. However, the Italian Westerns were called Spaghetti Westerns. God, that's so funny. Yeah. Were they good? Depends. Some of them were pretty decent. Some of them were pretty shitty. Like Fistful of Dollars, pretty good. Good, the bad, and the ugly, that's a Spaghetti Western. Oh, people love that. Yeah, it's pretty good. But then there's like a whole bunch of other ones. And like at the time, it was seen as if you acted in spaghetti westerns, you were kind of like your career was on the outs. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Damn. Huh. Nice work if you can get it, I guess. Yeah. Which is kind of funny because um, actually, let me look something up real fast. Mm-hmm. How long were westerns popular? 
Westerns were a major genre Mm -hmm. during the silent film era. Okay, start early. 1894 to 1929, they were the big thing. Okay. Uh, After sound became a thing, the genre reached its pinnacle between 1945 and 1965. Dang. And they were putting out westerns like for everything. There were tons of westerns coming out. And even after 1965, still a bunch of westerns came out. That's a long stretch of time. So people are all like, uh, superhero films. I'm so sick of them. I'm so over them. They're the new cowboy movies. They're the new westerns. That's funny. They haven't, they, they haven't even been as popular as, as for as long of a span as westerns had. Trends also just move so much faster now. This information moves a lot faster. It seems to just cycle through that way quicker than it ever used to. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, like the Magnificent Seven, great Western, that came out in 1960. Considered hmm. a classic. Hell yeah. Yeah. So you were killing the rom-com, fucking spaghetti westerns, marrying Die Hard. Yeah. Sorry, marrying action, but Die Hard was my example here. Yes. Hell yeah. Your next three are mockumentary, fantasy, and drama. Mockumentary, like what we do in the shadows, the movie. God, what a good movie. Like Spinal Tap. It's like Spinal Tap. I was trying to think of the title of that one. Fantasy, that's your Lord of the Rings's, your uh, The Hobbits, and that's all of them. And that drama. Is not all of them. There's is, also. Uh, and drama's like uh, Streetcar Named Desire and a lot of other bummer movies. <laughs> Ralph Bakshi's Lord of the Rings. Also, Priest. I don't know what that is. Which is a 2011 film mm-hmm. about a future dystopian whatever where vampires are a problem. So, a specific like group of people called priests are in charge of killing vampires. It's like, uh, like Bloodborne. And it's awesome. That sounds uh, fucking cool. I'm going to share my screen. Would you consider that fantasy? Oh, yeah, I'd consider that fantasy. I consider your Narnias and your Lord of the Rings's to be, like, high fantasy. Okay. Also, genre distinctions, I think, are difficult anyway. Animated intro scene to Priest, 2011, now playing from now playing YouTube channel. Ooh. Always been man, always been vampires. Oh, they look scary. Guys with swords are fighting them. Oh! Taking their eyes. Oh! Rip and clean too. The vampires are beating ass. Man has the sun. Sun's gonna get them all. Dang. Vampires are still getting everyone. Oh, destroying each other and the world itself. Walled cities. The priests. Whoa. Oh, they're warriors. Vampire combat. Trained in vampire combat. There are many vampires on reservations. The priests were disbanded. They're no longer needed by society. I bet they will be. Wait, so is it actually live action, but the intro is animated? Yes. How is that only two minutes long? That did so much storytelling. That sets up the whole movie. It's that, awesome. It's fantasy. That blew my fucking mind. Yeah. That was that was two minutes and 40 seconds long, and that did so much storytelling in that time. I'm gagged. I'm yep. stunned. So anyway, I would marry fantasy films. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Do that. Because you know what else I would consider a fantasy film? What? The Underworld series. Sure. Which is vampires versus... Uh, you like vampires a lot. Do you like anything that's not I'm a, vampire I'm a media? Fucking, I'm, a fucking, I'm a fucking goth. Of course Jesus I like vampires. Jesus Christ. It's vampires versus werewolves. Oh, unique. 
They're awesome films. Have you seen, you haven't seen them? No, I haven't seen them. <laughs> They're really fucking good. So don't talk trash about something you haven't seen. Uh, I'm sure they're great. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of like, like I, I I enjoy fantasy, so I would marry I'd marry fantasy. Hell yeah, I would fuck mockumentaries. Duh, because they be seem nice like they'd be fun. Drama, I, I I can do without. Kill always a bummer. It's always some fucking trauma porn shit. I don't care for it. So many drama films are based around war. And have to do with like An how the soldiers number. how the soldiers feel yeah. after having committed war crimes. Yeah, and it's kind of like I'm not sure I want to like be on the side of like I would like if we didn't frame it this way in this particular way. Yeah. Did we do any dramas about the victims? Not as many. Okay, noted. Not nearly as many. Yeah. So yeah, honestly, I agree with that. I agree with that across the board. Ooh. Okay. This is an interesting set which kind of lines right up with what we were talking about um your next three options are dark comedy noir and historical fiction historical fiction is a lot of war movies noir is like rebecca good fucking movie god damn a good movie um uh, dark comedy is like a uh, fucking dr strange love or death to smoochie what or death to smoochie death to smoochie have you not seen death to smoochie starring robin williams and edward norton no it's extremely good. You should watch it. I couldn't figure out what you were saying while you said the title. My brain was like scrambling the syllables in a strange way. And I, I really was like, I don't think I know any of the words in, in, in that phrase. Death to Smoochie, what's it about? Uh, it's about children's TV programming. And this guy creates a rhino. Uh, Edward Norton creates a rhinoceros character this that does so children's familiar. songs. And Robin Williams is the old... Uh, is the children's programming guy that had the slot before him and gets ousted in oh, favor no. of Smoochie. Oh, no. And so he wants to kill Smoochie and kill Edward Norton. Death to Smoochie. Hold on. I've got to see where that's streaming. It is streaming. Oh, let's see. You can get it for three bucks on Google Play Movies. Boo. No one uses that. Uh, it's on Vudu for three bucks. It's on Amazon for three 2002. bucks. 2002. Yeah, it's just renting. That sucks. Yeah, just renting. Lame. It's a good movie, though. Oh, the story of Rainbow Randolph, the corrupt consumed star of a popular children's TV show who's fired over a bribery scandal and replaced by Squeaky Clean Smoochie, a, a puffy fuchsia rhinoceros. Smoochie catapults to fame, and Randolph makes the unsuspecting rhino the target of his numerous outrageous attempts to exact revenge and reclaim his status as America's sweetheart. Well, that rules. Yeah, it's a great film. And that's a, a dark comedy, it sounds like. Oh, yeah, it's dark as hell. I enjoy that. So yeah, I'd say uh, you know what I would I would I would marry dark comedy. Okay, I think that I would get enjoy... a little exhausting emotionally, but no, nah, not for me. I, I I enjoy good dark comedy. Okay, yeah, I would fuck noir. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. There's something real classy, something real classy there. Yeah, historical fiction again, like you said, it usually has to do with just war. Yeah, I don't care. And tends to be a bit uh. Propaganda. Well, actually, I don't. I feel bad. Historical fiction, by default, I have to kill because I've I've already decided I'm gonna marry dark comedy and fuck mm -hmm. more. But there are some decent historical fictions. Elaborate, like A Knight's Tale. <sighs> Knight's Tale is good. Took me a second to remember what movie that is, but Knight's Tale is actually good. I forgot that 
there would be, you know, pre-1900s ones, because I don't really care for all the shit we made up later, but I don't know. Maybe there's, maybe there's good in it. Would Jane Austen's stuff be considered historical fiction? I'd say so. Jane Austen is good. I never got into Jane Austen. I've tried. Well, you forgot that I was a girl's girl. No, I get that. <laughs> I've always, I've always been more into like sci-fi and uh, yeah, that tracks stuff like that. I don't remember if we did sci-fi last week or if it's in the. Yeah, I've got it in here. Okay, good. So you were uh, fucking noir, marrying dark comedy, killing historical fiction. Yes. Solid. Your next set. Oh, I like these a lot. Okay. Found footage horror, a la Blair Witch Project. Uh, musical, a la Rocky Horror Picture Show, Moulin Rouge, although that's a jukebox musical. Uh, and romance, like Casablanca. Not rom-com, pure romance. Mike is making a puzzled face. Faced with a difficult challenge. Because to be honest, I'm not exactly a fan of any of these genres. I didn't think you were, based on the face you were making. Yeah. Found footage horror was done good basically once by Blair Witch Project. Everything after that is derivative. Yeah. Yeah. I do agree with that. Uh, Musical. I don't like musicals as much. That's sad. It's sad that you hate Joy. I I used to enjoy musicals quite a bit when I was younger. Mm Mm-hmm. But over time, I just kind of... No, I just don't like them as much. That's okay. Yeah. Romance? First off, I don't consider Casablanca a romance. Oh, listen. That's just what the article I was reading gave me, but Casablanca does have a lot more than romance going on in it. It's a It's, it's a got, it's got a ton movie. more than romance going on. That's a fucking political drama. Yeah. It's very interesting. Let me see what Google says romance movies are. Because I feel like it's always watered down as rom-com. I feel like it's hard to find examples of, like, just romance. Saltburn. Oh, that's a recent one. Don't even know what that is. Oh, that, like, just came out, and apparently it's, like, kind of gay, and it's, like, this, like, university student uh, visits the estate of his, like, wealthy friend or something, and I think they're gay for each other. Gotcha. And I think there's a scene where someone jacks off and people are making a huge deal out of it, and it's, like, people jack off all the time. Who cares? Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, I don't know what that is. Never heard of that one. Uh, May, December. All these are new, Google. Why don't you show me, like... Okay, Love Actually. Ah, <sighs> Love Actually sucks. It's I'm a surprised they aren't trying to call that a rom-com, though. Uh, Pride and Prejudice. That is a good one. That is historical I... fiction romance. It's like a period piece romance. Yeah, I, I would say it's more period piece than it is romance, but... I mean, I, I think that the circumstances are period piece, but I think the specifics are romance. No, that's fair. Uh, the Notebook. That's I don't care for that one either. Notebook sucks bad. If a man tells you that his favorite movie is The Notebook, shoot him and run. I said that as a joke. I don't mean that. Don't cite me in your um in your court case. Romeo plus Juliet. I liked that one. Romeo plus Juliet. Yeah. I don't know what that is. It's got Leonardo DiCaprio when he was younger. Oh, like that version. <gasps> Pooter! My cat jumped up on my desk, which he hasn't done in like a year. <gasps> Thank you for rubbing on my mic, Pooter. You can't be up here for podcast. He sat on my lap for 45 minutes this morning, which he has not done in like months and months and months because he has an anxiety problem. Mm. You better keep the audio of him purring into the mic, though. 
I, I, I will keep that. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I forgot about nope. the Leonardo DiCaprio, Romeo and Juliet. In Time? It's got Justin Timberlake? Don't know what that is. Don't know what that is. It's got him waving a gun around, so I'm not sure how much of that is really a romantic movie. Hmm. La La Land, which I've never seen. I loved it as a high schooler. In retrospect, I think it would have been better if the two leads weren't white, because then it just kind of was like white man saves jazz and white woman trying to make it in L.A. And some of it feels done before, but I liked what they were going for in terms of the homages to classic cinema, like Fred Astaire. Um, but they could have gotten people who were actually singers. I liked that they that I liked that they weren't, you know, singers to begin with. It did give them a very natural feel. But I think you could have done that with people who were even better. Okay, Dirty Dancing. I haven't even seen that. That's a romance movie. Okay. Titanic. Yeah, I guess that's a romance. I guess the romance. The first half. You don't seem very keen on this. Yeah, the first half. Yeah, like I'm looking at these and and I'm not liking any of these movies that that Google is is really suggesting here. Uh, Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, it was good, but you know... uh, Mm, haven't seen that either. You think I would have? It's gay. Haven't. But a lot of the movies that that Google is popping up here, I don't recognize, and a lot of them are recent, like 2023. Interesting. And I'm like, you can't call that a popular romance movie if it's the only. <laughs> if, if it just came out like last year, and if y'all have any ideas of romance movies that are not rom coms, get it straight. Please comment them on Spotify if you're listening on there. <laughs> yeah. A uh, ghost? Oh, the one where the, the with the dead guy, and the really sensual clay pottery see, uh, scene where he's yes. helping her make a pot. Yes. Yeah, really horny ghost. So to reiterate, found footage horror, musicals, and romance. I really get the feeling that you're the least keen on romance so far. I'm actually the least keen on found footage horror. Interesting, because it's derivative. That's a worse crime than being boring. It's boring because it's so derivative. Mmm. Insightful. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't know. I would kill found footage horror. Yeah, I feel like it was waiting on that anyway. But now I'm stuck. Do I want to marry musicals or do I want to marry romance? Oh, dang. Who do you think would be better, better at fucking? I think romance would be just fine for a marriage, but I think musicals are simply made to be fucked. Yeah, let's go with that. I'll fuck the musicals <laughs> and I'll marry romance. <laughs> I'm right. I'm right. Your next set are slashers like Nightmare on Elm Street, horror comedy like Shaun of the Dead, or political drama like All the King's Men. My problem with political dramas mm-hmm. is I'm a dirty anarchist. Mm-hmm. You don't have as much fun with that. And so many of the political dramas I watch, it's just lip shit. It's, Yeah. It's just libs writing writing political dramas for the way they think the world should work. And the world doesn't actually work that way. Yeah. West Wing and like House of Cards, I think, are also good examples of political drama. I haven't yeah, seen lip either. Shit. Yeah, it's tons of lip shit. West Wing is very much like, oh, President Bartlett will do a speech good enough that people will come to his way of thinking. And then it'll <sighs> all be good. It'll we can work across the aisle with Republicans because President Bartlett speaks so good. Oh, God. When everybody knows that's not how it works. That's that, that not how it works. There is no leaning across the aisle to work with anyone. No. Unless it's Democrats going across the aisle to support Republicans in some heinous shit. Yeah. It's not leaning so much as it is leaping. Yeah. So you know what? I'd kill political dramas. 
I can see that. There's distinct risk in, I think, um, fucking or marrying the slasher, but you seem to be aware of that going in. Like, you sign a waiver before you sign the marriage license. I would fuck the slasher genre. Okay. I think that's probably the only way you'll make it out alive, although we all know that if you fuck in, in slashers, you do die rapidly. And the slasher's already there. Like, you've pretty much sealed your fate. You know what I would do? Hmm. If I had, like, tons of money? Right. I'd make a slasher movie? Uh-huh. Where, like, the people that fuck? Totally fine. Don't kill all the virgins, though. That sounds bad. Maybe the killing should not be related to your sexual status. Yeah, I'd do that, but I'm just saying the people that fuck would be fine. <laughs> a, a, a distinct preference of saving the people who fuck. That feels bad. No, I'm just saying. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily go out of my way. Al- I don't want to alienate our asexual audience, Micah. No, I wouldn't go out of my way to be like, oh no, you have to fuck in order to be safe from the slasher. It would be, there are people who happen to fuck, and they also happen to be fine. Okay, so it's unrelated to your sexual status. Yeah. Okay. So we agree. And then I'd marry horror comedy. And then you'd marry, period, uh, sorry, I was misreading, oh, horror comedy. Yeah, you seem to be really big on, they make comedy a little fucked up. Yeah. I feel like horror so, comedies are also frequently dark comedies, it's just that dark comedies aren't always as like bloody as horror comedies. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm trying to think of like some comedies from when I was younger that I should I should subject you to that are products of their time. For instance, Saving uh, Silverman. You know I don't know what that is. Bum, 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 bum. It's a 2001 film. It has Jack Black in it. That's oh. why I mentioned it. Hell yeah. He's got a very bit part, but he's in it. You know I love that guy. Uh, Let's see. Where's the trailer? There's the trailer. I'm going to share my screen with you. Okay. Here we go. This is crazy. So they're trying to keep their bro from getting away? No, they kidnap his girlfriend. Why did they do that? To try to save him from her. Is she bad? They think so. (laughs) Christ. This is a 2001 comedy, and it involves kidnapping a woman and holding her against her will. That sounds about right. That does sound about right, doesn't that? Um... You know what genre I think is is just so, just so shit, just so bad. What? Sex comedy. I didn't know that was a genre until I was looking through streaming service, all streaming services, Tubi. <laughs> yes. And they sure got a lot of free ones on there, don't they? Yep, sex comedies, that would, that would be shit like um, American Pie. Ah, dang it, I like American Pie. You've never seen American Pie? No, I said I like American Pie. It's very, it's a lot, and it's very, wait, is American uh, Graffiti the title of a movie? Yes, American Graffiti is the kind of title of a movie. I'm mistaking it I for American a, Graffiti. I was about to say, because American Pie, he fucks a pie. You, uh, yeah, I've heard that part. He puts his dick in a pie. Is that the whole joke? He also tries to film himself having sex with a girl without her knowing. That's showing it off to all of his friends. That sucks. But instead, it gets broadcast across the entire school, and it shows that he gets uh, shit on, basically. He gets shit on? Yeah, like he can't get it up. Oh, no. Or like he does, or he, like he finishes... Oh, it's been years since I've seen it. No, no, he finishes early, is what it oh, was. Oh, okay. Like, 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 he, like he, he prematurely ejaculates before his pants are even off. Before they're even off? Before they're even off, yes. Why was he trying to show it to anybody then? He's trying to show it to his friends. I would have taken that to my grave, but... Well, the thing was, it was like a live stream. 
he was live streaming it. He was live streaming it on the early internet. That's really that's really shitty. He deserved to prematurely come then, I guess. That sucks. Yeah, so not not a good genre to be honest. And the same guy who did that fuck the pie. Yeah. He's got a problem he needs to sort out. Well, he's the protagonist, so in the end of the movie, he finally hooks up with a girl from uh, the band Ah, who plays flute. That sucks. I should have guessed that he was the protagonist. Yep, he's the protagonist. Ah, man, that sucks. Yeah, sex comedies always manage to have just extremely unpleasant, misogynistic main characters. Yeah. What was the list again? How did we well, get we got over the, Oh, wait, we got yeah. the topic. It was kill, political drama... Fuck horror comedy, Mary Slasher. Wait, wait, Mary horror comedy, fuck Slasher. Yes. Okay. Next set. Sci-fi, like Back to the Future. Period romance, like Pride and Prejudice. And dystopian, like Blade Runner. I'm gonna kill period romance. <sighs> I find them boring. Do you hate women? It's just a long wait to see who gets tuberculosis first. No, it is not. That does not even happen in Jane Austen's. It happens in a lot of them, though. Not Jane Austen, but in a lot of period romance somebody's gonna die of consumption well she's the queen of period romance because nobody wanted to read about fucking consumption <laughs> so i'm assuming you're marrying sci-fi i'm yeah i'm actually yeah i'm probably gonna marry sci-fi because i i enjoy sci-fi it's a solid genre it's a big genre there's a lot of variety to it yeah i would agree with that so it's not something you get bored with you're which is something love. you want in a marriage yeah dystopian it's good mm. but not all the time yeah, that's understandable. It's a lot. So, f- so fuck dystopian. I got really bummed out watching um, Minority Report. No, uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Oh yeah, I got really bummed out by it. Have you ever seen Equilibrium? No. Just assume no to most of your questions of if I've seen a movie. Is it Equilibrium? I'm thinking of. Is that the one that has? Yes, it's got Christian Bale in it. Mm. And it introduces the fighting style of gun kata, which is like kung fu with guns. Damn, that rules. Oh, damn, that fucking rules. Damn, that's so cool. What? Yeah, it's a good movie. Fuck, check it out. I'm entranced already. I'm fascinated. What a good idea. But it's a dystopian movie. Okay. Less fun, but at least they put guns in karate. They put gun kata in there, yeah. Basically, the plot is uh, it's the future, and all forms of emotion are illegal. So there are these pills you take to like suppress your emotions. That is so standard. That is so standard. But wait, Christian Bale starts feeling things and getting emotions oh, and all no. this stuff, even though he works for the police. Oh, no. Yeah. It's a good movie. Oh, I'm intrigued. I am. So you were a uh, fucking dystopian... Marrying sci-fi and killing period romance. Yes, I am. Fucked up. And your last set, thriller, which apparently Fight Club is a thriller. Post-apocalyptic, like A Quiet Place, which is, I think, dystopian adjacent. And then what I was looking at said that Western was the good, the bad, and the ugly, but you said that Spaghetti Western was the it's good, the bad, and the ugly. both, but it is still a Spaghetti Western. So you got thriller, post-apocalyptic, Western. Uh, I'm going to kill Western because I got bored of them. That's fair. They kind of do the same thing over and over, don't they? 
They really do. Uh, a drifter blows into town. Uh, he's really good with guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He shoots the bad guys and saves the town. They're like, oh, we want you to be sheriff. And he's all like, nope, I'm moving on. And then he moves on. And then the movie's over. That sounds right. Sad that he always moves on in the end. I hope he finds a home one day. Yeah, some and some of them he, he settles down or whatever. But usually he'll settle down long enough for his wife to die tragically. <gasps> so he has to, like, you know, have motivation to keep doing whatever for the sequel. That's really sad. But Western, I'd kill the Western. Uh, post-apocalyptic? A Quiet Place was a good movie. Mad Max is a good movie. I haven't seen that. Yeah, is that Cars? Check it out. In Australia. Cars in Australia? Yeah. Didn't know they had them it, there. It takes place in Australia. Huh. Then you have, uh, what's another good post-apocalyptic one other than Mad Max? <laughs> uh... Shit. I can't think of a lot of post-apocalyptic movies. Yeah, I had Google. to look them up. Google, what do you say a post-apocalyptic movie is? The Day After Tomorrow. I don't know about that. What is that? That's that one that I mentioned to you before where climate change happens, but everything freezes real bad, and they end up getting chased oh. by a cold front. Oh, yeah, that one. Well, that sounds like they're, that, that's very deering apocalyptic, not post-apocalyptic. <laughs> Yeah, that's like that's, that's like yeah. A, that's just an apocalypse movie. Yeah, that's just apocalypse. Um, Children of Men. That would definitely be an apocalypse movie, or post-apocalyptic kind of. Well, no, that's that's mid-apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, Children of Men is mid-apocalypse. Is it? Yeah. Because mm. the apocalypse is uh, all of a sudden nobody can give birth. Oh shit! That's not good. Yeah. And the movie starts with the youngest person in the world who's 19 years old uh, dying in an accident and everybody being really bummed out about it. <gasps> Dang. That sucks. You ever seen Children of Men? No. I assumed my reactions throughout this whole thing would be me, you know, sort of demonstrating that. But <laughs> No, that's fair. You should check out Children of Men. It's a good movie. Cool. It does sound very interesting, actually, based on what you've described. Uh, let's see. Snowpiercer? Uh, I guess it's post-apocalyptic. Takes place on a train. No, I haven't seen it. We can't stop the train or everybody dies because the outside world is a frozen tundra and the train is the only thing that's keeping the last of humanity alive. What? That's an insane bonkers premise. That's an insane bonkers premise. I Am Legend? Yeah, that that's definitely a post-apocalyptic movie. They should have gone with the original ending, though. I read about this one time about there being two different endings to I Am Legend and I've already forgotten what they were. Okay, so basically I Am Legend, the movie, uh, the end of it, uh, he finds some people and they go to, uh, he rescues them from like the vampires and they find like other humans and they try to restart humanity. Yay. Yay. The, The actual ending of I Am Legend. Yeah. He finds out that the vampires are just the next step in human evolution. Oh, shit. And he's been the monster killing humans who are perfectly... They, they have reason. They were cogent. They were intelligent. And he was hunting them down like they were nothing and killing them off. So he is a monster to their legend. He is their legendary monster. That's That's where the crazy. title I Am Legend comes from. Hey, that's so much better. Why the fuck would they redo that? Yeah, exactly. That is insanely good. Holy shit. So I Am Legend? Uh, good post-apocalyptic film i think yeah i would agree 100 percent. 28 weeks later 
Uh, yeah, that's post-apocalypse, I guess. I'm assuming it's 28 weeks after the apocalypse. Well, have you seen 28 Days Later? No. Jesus, Stevie. There's so many films I'm mentioning that I, I would assume are like common cultural touchstones that I'm, I'm, I'm picking up here really aren't. I think some of these were common cultural touchstones for your generation. I think so, too. This is a generational gap as much as anything else. Hip hop, a hippity hop, it's the generational gap. And 28 days later, there is a zombie virus outbreak in in the UK. Okay. Everyone is infected. Like, it, it basically wipes out everyone on the island, except for a few survivors... And the difference with this this kind of virus is it's not a normal zombie virus. It's a rage virus, oh. which means the zombies are fast. Oh. They're like humans with rabies. Ah, uh, that's really scary. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, the it ends with the protagonist looking up, like laying on the ground and looking up into the sky, and things are just so shit. There's zombies everywhere, and seeing a plane <gasps> fly overhead <gasps> and realizing. That the rest of the world is absolutely fine. It's just that the UK got infected, so they cut them off. Holy shit. That's crazy. Yeah. It's a good movie. That's crazy. This is awesome. See, I get to experience the plot twist and the cool plot line, and I don't even have to waste my time watching the fucking movie. You should still watch the movie. The movie's good. <laughs> You're never going to tell me what a movie is about ever again. <laughs> Well, I need to tell you what it's about to get you to watch it, but you're all like, no, that's good enough. Uh, Taint Girl? Okay, yeah, that's a good post-apocalyptic film. Taint Girl? No, Tank Girl. Tank Girl makes a lot more sense. Have you seen Tank Girl? No, just assume no. I'll say, oh, I've seen that when there's something I recognize. Okay, sharing my screen. Tank Girl. I can't believe I thought it was Taint Girl. It's from 1995. It's got iced tea in it. Great. This is crazy. Good for her. This is great. They did show me the whole movie, but, no, but I do really. still want to see it. Bjork. Devo. Hole and iced tea. Wow. Well, that looks awesome. Yeah, it's a great that movie. Looks- it's, it's based on a comic book by uh, Jamie Hewlett, who is the artist that does uh, gorillas. Oh, hey, that rules. That's very cool. Man, gorillas yeah. are cool, too. Gorillas are also cool. So, or yeah, getting back to it, is, I don't know. I guess uh, I'd kill the westerns. I would, you know, I guess I'd marry post-apocalyptic because, like, looking at this list that Google showed me, there's a lot of post-apocalyptic movies. Like, The Matrix would technically be post-apocalyptic. Oh, 100%. The movie Nine would be post-apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. Waterworld is post-apocalyptic. Ralph Bakshi's Wizards, Ugh. that's post-apocalyptic. What a weird fucking flick. What a weird movie. Oh, that's right. I did make you watch that. You did make me watch it, and I was quite high, and it was really unpleasant to experience. <laughs> it was really unpleasant. <laughs> so I guess I'm fucking thrillers, but thrillers, that's like one that goes into a whole bunch of different genres. It does. Again, there's a lot of versatility here. I think it could be very enjoyable. Yeah. I haven't seen Fight Club, but would you regard it as a thriller? Sure. Why not? Okay. Yeah, it, it sure. <laughs> Fight Club's one of those movies that like people disagree on. Oh some yeah, some people hate it. Some people love it. People hate it for different reasons. People love it for different reasons. Yeah, because some people are like, "Ooh, it's glorifying toxic masculinity," and then toxically masculine people are like, "Ooh, yay, I love it." But then it's also, I think, 
from what I've read and seen of it, it seems to be a critique of it pretty evidently. And so men don't like when it's a critique, but the woke, the woke left love when it's a critique of toxic masculinity. It's me. I'm the woke left. Yeah. Like if you don't like it, it, it's either because you don't like get it or like you're getting the wrong thing from it. Wait. Oh, whatever. Yeah. I'm not going to explain myself anymore. I'm not either. Let's well, let's see what other movies Google says is thriller. I don't know if us listing movies is interesting for the listener like it is for us. You don't think so? Because we're basically talking about movies that like that you know and I don't. Okay, okay. No, this is a good point because our our listener base does skew more towards your age range than mine. Yes. Like I was actually getting kind of depressed. I'm sorry because I was looking at our Spotify stats. I know. And I went to our most recent episode and I was all like, "Hey, Spotify." What percentage of people have of have been listening to this episode that are in my age range, thirty five to forty four? And Spotify was like four percent. Four percent. Dang. Dear listeners who I assume are all about my age, let me level with you. If you have a cool older sibling or perhaps parent or parent oh aunt or uncle. <laughs> um if you have any interesting relatives or acquaintances from church who <laughs> you uh who you would like to recommend the podcast to please do that'd be awesome maybe at your local book club yeah maybe there <laughs> yeah i, I just realized that there's there, there's not a lot of people that are like my age range that listen to us which makes me worry that maybe maybe my stuff is too immature for for my age group immature for your age group yeah. um no i think that i might just be a little too annoying for your age group to care to listen that long to me I'm sure if you had an independent podcast, I'm sure it would be great for your age range, but maybe I'm the one dragging us down. I somehow doubt that me on my own would be as, as popular. I tried <laughs> me on my own before when I wrote stories for uh, Mr. Cool. Maxwell and Phineas show, and it was not that popular. I, I liked them, but I would say I've added a certain sparkle to the arrangement. Indeed. <laughs> Again, I guess I'm killing the Western. I'm going to marry post-apocalyptic. And I'll fuck thrillers. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. I think we've gone through a lot of segments. And by that, I mean, like, two. We only did two. Yeah, because we had to do the research to actually, like... No, we did horse news. We did horse news. We did do horse news. We did did news. We did horse news. Mm -hmm. We did this segment. We did the weather. We we did talk about... We did technically talk about uh, global warming. Generational gap, I think, was in there. Sort of, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, so I I think this works out. Yeah, I think we did great. (laughs) This is probably our episode with the most segments yet. (laughs) When you really think about about it. I don't know about that. (laughs) Yeah, I guess we have enough for an episode. Uh, This is a weird episode that we had. I had fun. I had fun, though. Yeah, so Stevie, where can people find you? You can find all of my stuff at stevieb.com. That's steviebea.com. My stuff is on Twitch. My stuff is on YouTube. Definitely check out the YouTube stuff. Uh, Micah, where can the good people find you? Uh, the good people can find my music at mxmaxwell1.bandcamp.com. Uh, it's there for now. Might change in the future. Haven't decided yet. But, you know, listen to it while you can. Uh, you can also find us over on Patreon, where... For a mere $3 per month, you can listen to all of our bonus episodes, of which we have as many bonus episodes as we do uh, free episodes. Tons and tons. Tons and tons. 
uh, and that only costs three dollars a month. Or if you pay us ten dollars a month, you get access to all the bonus episodes, and we read your name out at the end of the episode because you are a special uh, patron supporter. You're special. So, to for us. instance, our ten dollar patrons are Maury Crimson, Louis Meekle, Pete Wilbo, Alfia Petricor, and Cassidy Johnson. Yay! Thanks, friends. Thanks so much for being here. Indeed. Uh, we also have a Tumblr where you can submit quiz suggestions or questions or whatnot to Stevie. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to talk to me, I'm. you talk to me through the Patreon, but you got to pay first. So that's just how it goes. Oh, Stevie's yeah. the free one. I cost money. And it could be featured on mail time if you send us stuff it can be featured on mail time even if it's just letting us know what you're up to while you listen to the podcast i love knowing that i like when people are like "Ooh, i'm doing this instead of my homework do your homework also though keep your grades up um but, but like when they're doing art and stuff while they're while they're listening to the podcast i think that's cool let me know yeah or we're helping them survive their parents' divorce, which we have a couple of listeners who... We... Yeah. That that yeah. is going on for them. Which, that came up recently. Sorry that's happening. Thoughts and prayers. It will be okay. I will let you on two seconds. I'm almost done with the podcast. Jasper's going to skin me alive. we got to wrap this thing up. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we covered just about everything. So, uh, nothing left to say, but bye.